0: This is a Lip Media podcast. Hello, chickens. It's the fabulous Adam Richard, and I want to know if you can hear me. Can you hear me? Can you hear my theories? <laughs> chickens i'm sorry i'm being creepy because it's a creepy episode of doctor who planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices Can you hear me? The latest episode of Doctor Who, very, very creepy, and I am very excited by it. Um, Now, when I left you yesterday, or last episode, or, you know, 20 seconds ago, like, time is relative in podcasting, like in the TARDIS. Anyway, I wanted to talk about what happened to Yaz. uh, Because it took up a big chunk of the episode, and I feel like it was an important moment. Not just a character moment, but I feel like it's an important moment, full stop. So, last season... Yaz had a conversation with Willa, uh who was being accused of being a witch, um uh by Becca. Uh and she talked about the bullying and not feeling okay and, you know, that, and getting back on top of it. And this was another manifestation of that. We saw her dream where there was a very stern police officer just staring at her like, nah. um, and it was like, oh, she done something bad. And we saw her sister standing in the road. And when she finally had the memory of the moment, um, she had run off into the countryside and that police officer had been sent by her sister Sonia to go and collect her or find her. Um, she said she wasn't hitchhiking. Uh, and also, they like this. the episode started and they're marking this as an anniversary of this incident. Um, now, the incident obviously is part of the reason that Yaz has become a police officer herself. So she's obviously inspired by this woman. Uh, The fact that they're having an anniversary for it and and it just feels like she's run away, but she's not like seven. Um, But I guess she is at that age where running away can be possibly a, a really, really desperate and quite a dangerous act. Like, if if she's a school age, for instance, like, she's 15, 16, who knows when this happened, like, but they've been celebrating it as an, as an anniversary for a number of years. Uh, Yaz is obviously in her 20s uh, if she's in the police force. Um, so, it's been a few years. So, this may have been supposed to have been when she was a teenager. And, you know, teenagers who run away end up potentially on... You know, in all sorts of terrible, terrible states. Also, maybe it, it was, you know, rather than... Like, if she was going to make a concerted effort to run away from home to somewhere, uh, you'd get a train and go to London, wouldn't you? you just go to a different city. What she was doing was walking out into the countryside. And I feel like there was an intentional finality to what she was doing. Um... Uh, by the way, if this is causing difficulties with you listening to talk about this, uh, you can always call Lifeline if you're in Australia, 13, 11, 14. But I feel like she was making a decision to do something more drastic than just leave home. Uh, I feel like the there was an unspoken thing in the episode because it felt like it was being written around. Like, you know, there... The fact that they were celebrating an anniversary of her coming back home or coming back to face what, you know, she was trying to escape or, you know, facing down her own demons, whatever it was, it did feel like more than just running away because, you know, she's of an age where you can get away if you really want to. Walking out into the countryside and, uh, you know, to who knows where... uh, Feels like a, a more desperate kind of act. So, and oh, the woman who played the police officer—what a great little performance! Speaking of great performances, oh my god, I love Tahira. Uh, watching the episode back a couple of times now, it feels weird that they go to Aleppo in Syria uh, just so so we can find out how lovely the. Islamic hospitals were back then when it came to mental health. Like I loved it. I loved the, also the foreshadowing it gave us to all of the other things that were going on. Like uh, with with, oh my god, lovely Tebow and his his confessions in the group therapy and the fact that he just didn't want to have people over. Like, I've been there. Uh, I, you know, I've had the depression. I've been in the dark hole and you just, you, you don't want to answer the phone. You don't want to trouble anyone. I mean, it's the one thing you should do is answer the phone and trouble people. Like, you know, even if it's just got to go and see a mental health professional. Uh, but, you know, the, the monster inside your head is like, nah. No one, no one really wants you around. So uh, just stay home. Don't do the dishes. It's too hard. Everything's too hard. That is a. I read a great. Um, I read a great blog post about depression once, which was talking about the moment when you realize you're kind of like deep in it. And this is like I got to this point and I started taking uh, antidepressants, um, SSRIs, uh, and. And I needed them because, like, I had I was in this place where you have what this person referred to as the unsurmountable task—the thing that is just too hard, and you can't possibly bring yourself to do it. And you know what? It is nothing hard. It is like it's going to the shops to buy a carrot for dinner. Like it's making dinner. It's it's making the bed it's uh, like it's just the tiniest little things that now i'm saying i'm saying them out loud and you're hearing them and you're going yeah yeah what's so hard about that but it just when you are in this place it just makes you feel like i just can't it is so it is so inconceivably hard now i don't know if you've watched the good wife um but alicia goes through a really depressing phase uh, eric so a really horrible incident happens to her and she Binge Watchers, the worst show on television. <laughs> There's, like, a show within a show in The Good Wife. It's, like, one of these um, HBO, uh, you know, Breaking Bad kind of shows where, where it's just about a lot of very angry men doing bad things in a police force. You can, Like, it's really hard to tell what they Like, you know, I just, my sister calls them the angry man shows. There's a lot of angry man shows. Um and she just what binge watching it constantly and can't get out of bed, and that's all she can do. And I totally, I totally understand that. So, yeah, I, I, Tebow's kind of situation really resonated with me. And I, again, am sorry if this is upsetting anyone. I, I, I this, this is where this podcast goes sometimes. <laughs> I will go down to a depressing little cul-de-sac uh and talk about depression but it really resonated with me and i i love that the what we saw in the end was tebow getting help seeing it was ryan just saying can you do me a favor can you just just for now just because and yeah it's the hardest thing in the world but once you start once you start telling people how you feel it's like oh so glad to have that off my chest uh but it's not a quick fix. It is a long slog, and uh, yeah, you you will get worse before you get better, unfortunately. Uh, but yeah, I hope uh, I hope this hasn't upset anyone. It's it's been quite cathartic for me. I've, I, I I know I haven't talked about anything enjoyable, but I have enjoyed talking about it, and I think that's. You know, that's one of the things that I enjoy about going to therapy. Uh, you know, I still go and see someone, not every... I used to go over... I went every week for like five years to a proper psychiatrist. Um, but, you know, I worked in breakfast radio. It's it's really distressing. I had panic attacks. It's full on. Um, but, yeah, it's... Uh, I, I still go and see someone every now and again when I feel like I need, you know, just a top up the emotional coffers so to speak but everything's good I feel good Uh, I'm enjoying this podcast I'm enjoying talking to you guys and life is great Uh, anyway I'm going to go for a run Um, I have not done that for three weeks because I've had a cold and it's driving me mental Uh, that's another thing that's good for your mental health exercise like even if it's just walking around the corner just go to the shops go to the library it's fun there okay that's enough of my mental health